So my mind, in order to achieve that uh, state of uh, non-abiding nirvana, or the soulless state, as the text says, which in refers to uh, the non-abiding nirvana of complete enlightenment. Towards that end, towards that end, the text, the last two lines of the text reads, uh, it's best that I now give everything to all beings in the same way as I shall at death. So, uh, in order to realize that uh, sorrowless uh, state of um, non-abiding nirvana, it's best that uh, you know uh, I give up all that I have now, and uh, uh, which in uh, in any, uh, any way I will have to do at the point of death. Therefore, it's reasonable, and you know uh, it's reasonable and uh, very advantageous. To part with one's uh, belongings and what what one has, when one has free, and when and thus in earn merit through such a parting. It's best to uh, give up what one has now. Meaning, it's best that we, you know, uh, detach ourselves from what we have. But now, when we have control over these things, because if we detach now, uh, uh, voluntarily at this point of time, then it is meaningful in that it helps one uh, develop skill to work for oneself and for others. Um, effortlessly at the point of enlightenment. Otherwise, if we leave it to the eleventh hour of death, uh, point of death, then we would have no control over our world, and in anyhow we'll have to, anyway we'll have to, you know, leave everything behind. Leaving everything behind is uh, not synonymous with uh, generosity. Therefore, you know, when we leave everything behind at the point of death, uh, we won't earn any merit that will be helpful in the long run in achieving enlightenment. In 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 other uh, instead, <coughs> one's wealth will be you know, divided among uh, various people. Mm. Now, uh, training of the mind in giving one's body how we should uh, uh, you know, practice the giving of one, uh, giving one's body completely or parts of one's body, rather training the mind towards that uh, practice. Mm. 
Having given this body up for the pleasure of all living beings, by killing, abusing, and beating it, may they all uh, do what they please. So one says, I have already dedicated my body to the welfare, to the enjoyment, and pleasure of all sentient beings. So, um, all the time. So once uh, one uh, tells them that I have already given my body to you, sentient beings, so it's all up to you what you want to do with that, whether you want to you know chop into pieces and kill it. Or you can abuse it all the time if you uh, if if you get pleasure out of that. Or if you want to beat it up, then you know, bash it up. Uh, so it's all up to you. You do what you want and try to derive, uh, 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 get as much pleasure out of this body uh, as possible. I have already given my body to you. And it's not my body now, it's yours. Uh, verse 14 Although they may play with my body and make it a source of jest and blame, because I have given, given it up to them, what is the use of holding it dear? Now, because one has, uh, you know, by dedicating one's body to them, by giving one's body, uh, it, it has become their property. Because it's their property, one has no sense of clinging to one's body. So, you know, just as if somebody were to um, use his or her wealth in as, you know, the way he or she places, we would have no clinging to that wealth. Similarly, although they may play with their body, and make it a source of jest and blame, let them do, I will have, uh, I won't feel hurt and, uh, you know, uh, taunted. So whether they you not know, play with this body uh, in, by way of uh, taunting it and you know uh, making it a uh, uh, you know <coughs> so, uh, a mockery out of it or so to mock uh, at it, so it's all their pleasure, their will, and you know uh, I won't feel hurt and uh, uh, uh <coughs> bad about it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. 
The last two lines of verse are important because I have given it up to them. What is the use of holding it there? Because I have already given this body to them and it's not mine now. So what is the point of uh, you know, you know, clinging to that body and trying to uh, protect this body out of for sense of, uh, out of for uh, you know feelings of uh, endearment and uh, affection to this body? So it's their property. Let them do what they want. Mm. Therefore, I shall let them do anything to it that does not cause them any harm, and uh, when anyone encounters me, May it never be meaningless um, for him, for him or for her. Although I have given this body to them, but I will say to it that uh, so they, you know, they uh, handle my body virtuously, so that uh, they are benefited by such uh, uh, a skillful and a virtuous way of dealing with my body, and I will uh, help them not. Um, <coughs> or not to deal with my body in a negative way. Mm. So one uh, dedicates one's body in, in order to uh, benefit sentient beings and not become cause of uh, their indulgence in negative days. and when anyone encounters me, may it meaning my, may my body never be meaningless for him. When anyone sees me, may my body become source of suffering or displeasure or discomfort, but instead may it give happiness to, to <coughs> such a person. Or may the mere sight of uh, me or my body become uh, source of happiness and you know, thus become meaningful. No, 
Father, dedication of this body so that this body becomes a source of happiness and, you know, so that it doesn't become um, uh, a body which uh, which brings uh, harm and uh, suffering to, us, uh, to others. Verse 16, if in those who if in those who encounter me a faithful or an or an angry thought arises, may that eternally become the source for fulfilling all their wishes. It means whenever when somebody says my body or rather me through my body, uh, whenever my uh, whenever uh, I'm seen by others and uh, as they see me. Whether a virtuous thought arises in their uh, mind, like faith and you know, positive thought arises in their mind, or a negative thought like anger and uh, resentment arise, arises in their mind, may such, all, may such positive thoughts or negative thoughts <coughs> always become the source of uh, a source which fulfills all the ultimate wish to the happy. Mm-hmm. Verse 17, may all who say bad things to me or cause me any uh, other harm, and those who mock and insult me have the fortune to fully awaken. Mm-hmm. So uh, those who you know backbite me and uh, abuse me. No. All those uh, uh, people who directly cause uh, violent, uh, violence or uh, inflict uh, suffering on me. Mm-hmm. Those who mock and insult me, mean, uh, no, those who say unkind and uh, rather um, um, criticize and you know disparage one, uh, so on. No. It says, have the fortune to fully awaken. Now, it, it all means that whenever others directly inflict suffering on me, Miseries on me, and when they directly or indirectly say all bad things about me, may uh, may such activities <coughs> of body and mind, body and speech, instead of may such negative actions of body and speech, instead of becoming the source of the you know, um, immense suffering in the future life in the future realms, may they instead become the very cause, may they instead 
through my merits, through the force of my merits, become the very um, <coughs> uh, cause or the source uh, to fully you know, achieve this development. Or through me, through these um, negative actions, uh, they, uh, those people achieve the state of enlightenment. Dedications to all, all at various levels of consciousness or levels of spiritual attainment or evolution. May I be protected for those without one, so may I become um, no, a refuge or a protector to those who need a protector. A guide for all travelers on the way. Uh, so it, it has both a literal sense and a figurative sense. A guide for uh, all travelers on the way, meaning you know, persons who physically travel from one person to another, and especially traveling to unknown uh, uh, world or places. May I become you know, a guide for them, as well as a guide for those practitioners who are, are traveling on the path to enlightenment. So may I become a guide of such a path, a guide for such travelers on such path to enlightenment. Mm -hmm. So that's a figurative sense. May, may I be a bridge, a boat, and a ship for all those who wish to cross the water. Um, may I become you know, these things for those who want to go, uh, go across um, the water or the lake and uh, so on. No. So this uh, dedication of one's marriage to becoming various things that people at such at uh, in a particular place at a particular time are badly in need of. So it says, uh, may, verse nineteen, may I be may I be an island for those who seek one. Uh, so one dedicates one's marriage to uh, to becoming or to transforming oneself, you know, through the, through the, through one's marriage into beautiful result uh, in in the wilderness of water, meaning ocean. So one may uh, one 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 prays that one becomes an island for those who have uh, you know, made long voyages uh, on high seas. A lamp for those desiring light and you know those who are uh, in need for uh, light so one de dedicates 
and prayers that one becomes in a source of for sight a light. Um, um, may I be a bed for all who wish to rest. Um, so uh, one dedicates one's marriage to to becoming, you know, a rest, um, you know, a comfortable bed for those tired people. And a slave for those who want a slave. Uh, so, you know, may I become a servant to those who want servants to look after them. So, uh, <coughs> so one, one dedicates one's marriage to, uh, uh, to the servants so that one can you know, serve people would need to be saved. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, verse 20. May I be a wishful, wishing jewel. So uh, that's... May I, through the force of my might, become a wish-granting jewel, a wish-fulfilling jewel in order to fulfill the various wants are for humans, or no, any being. A magic vase, um, there are certain uh, no, vase, uh, precious vases, uh, which if one has, one has to, of course, accomplish such a vase to perform various rituals and so on, but which one, uh, 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 could obtain, then you know, it becomes a source of uh, a fulfillment of one's uh, wants and needs. Mm-hmm. A powerful, excuse me, powerful mantras, so one uh, wishes and prays through the force of one's uh, uh, might, uh, may one become powerful mantras, because they are certain, you know, mantras have uh, immense power to accomplish various types of uh, activities, and uh, thus, you know, achieve great success in peaceful, wrathful uh, activities. A great, uh, a great medicine one uh, dedicates that uh, one's may one become uh, you know like a great medicine uh, in a, like panacea to overcome uh, uh, 404 types of illnesses. Now I become a wish fulfilling tree. Uh, uh, may one wishes that uh, uh, one uh, became a wish fulfilling tree uh, <coughs> for those who want uh, different types of things like uh, the gods and the 
desiring they have uh, you know all their wishes are fulfilled through the force of uh, a, a precious tree that they have called the wish fulfilling tree in the same way one wishes or rather one dedicates one's marriage to becoming such tree and the cow planted for the world, uh, the precious cow, this is a, uh, one of the you know, typical precious objects that humans in certain um, uh, realms of existence uh, depend on, and uh, by virtue of that precious cows, all their wants are fulfilled. So one dedicates one's merits to those people, um, uh, in to those people, uh, you know, by way of becoming a precious cow uh, for them. Mm-hmm. Number Verse 21, just as just like space and the great elements such as such as earth and I always support the love of all boundless creatures. So one dedicates one's marriage to becoming uh, space and the four elements which you know constantly nurture life, support life. Uh, uh, in different world systems, so one dedicates one's uh, life towards becoming these things in order to uh, support and sustain life. No. No. <laughs> no. And until they pass away from pain, may I, uh, also be the source of life for all the realms of various beings that, re- that reach unto ends of space. Uh, until sentient beings uh, pass away from pain, meaning pass away uh, from world existence and reach or touch, you know, the the boundary, the realm of enlightenment and liberation. 
one uh, dedicates one's merit uh, to becoming the foundation, the very foundation of a life uh, and the base of life uh, for all beings uh, in all different realms of existence. After having dedicated one's merits to becoming various things that sentient beings at various times, the various places are in need of, then one has one is supposed to have completed on the preliminaries. In order to get the necessary merits, to be able to develop merits required to develop and fully accept the precious mind of enlightenment, or fully hold hold the mind of enlightenment. Now, we will deal with the section pertaining to fully accepting Bodhicitta or fully upholding the precious mind of enlightenment. How to how to accept the mind of enlightenment, or how to you know get receive the mind of enlightenment? So one receives mind of enlightenment in two ways. One receives the mind of enlightenment. To uh, uh, to rites or ceremonies before one's uh, or from one's guru, if the guru is present, if one is away, the second method is if one's guru is away from one, then one receives uh, the mind of enlightenment through uh, again ceremony or rites from means <coughs> uh, uh, from. Uh, from one's altar, you can say, from the objects of representation of a Buddha's body, mind, and speech. Uh, if one follow, were to follow the second method of uh, receiving Buddhichitta to a rites or ceremony uh, from one's altar, uh, before one's altar, then one has to say, May all Buddhists and Bodhisattvas please, may all Buddhists and Bodhisattvas kindly listen to me. So, uh, when one receives, not only does one in a trial to um, try to develop mind enlightenment and hold it by uh, contemplation of uh, instructions, that one can also t- uh, you know, receive mind enlightenment to rites or to ceremonies, and according to the second method of receiving. The mind of enlightenment or precious mind of enlightenment <coughs> from the altar, then there are two ways uh, with, with respect to that. Receiving the wishing mind of enlightenment first and engaging or the adventuring mind of enlightenment uh, next. 
Uh, the second method of doing that is just as this text follows. Uh, one receives both the types of mind enlightenment, wishing and you know, aspiring and uh, venturing mind enlightenment simultaneously. So verse um, uh, 23 and 24 uh, are important verses, which are the uh, important verses are uh, used as uh, you know uh, rites or, or or in ceremonies um, in order to receive magic enlightenment, and I will explain now. <coughs> Uh, so just as it says, just as so the Tibetan word jital means the penna word is just as. So just as the previous sugatas, uh, sugata is uh, another in the name or epithet of uh, Buddhas, which means uh, just as all the previous sugatas, just as all the previous um, practitioners of Buddhas who have uh, gone to the blissful state. Give birth to an awakening mind. And uh, so, just as all, just as the previous sugatas uh, generally gave birth to an awakening uh, to awakening mind in order to achieve the, st the state of enlightenment for others' purpose. Mm. Just as this uh, successively dwelt in the Bodhisattvas, the uh, practices or deeds, um, so just as you know, those Sugatas you know, um, trained themselves thoroughly um, <coughs> in the uh, six perfections, in the practices of the six perfections, in order to develop themselves spiritually, and then trained themselves in the fourfold means of helping others to um, helping others in terms of uh, spiritual uh, to to help them grow spiritually. No. 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 Likewise, for the sake of all that lives, do I give birth to an awakening mind, and likewise uh, shall I too successively follow the practices. Uh, in the same way, uh, <coughs> one says, no, one will also give birth to a um, mind of enlightenment in one's mind uh, and uh, then you know, serially train in the in the deeds of or, or mm. in the practices of Bodhisattvas. Mm. No. 
which is receive the magic commandment. Since uh, today my life has borne fruit, having one obtained this human existence, I have been born in the family of Buddha and am now one of the Buddha's no, children or sons says here. Uh, uh, so one expresses one's joy for being able to make one's human existence uh, worthwhile and meaningful because uh, how has one been able to uh, make one's human existence or human life fruitful and meaningful <coughs> is because by virtue of this ceremony of taking or receiving the uh, uh, magic enlightenment from the altar so one it is as though one has taken birth in the family of the Buddhas and uh, you know, one has become a Buddha, uh, one, one has become you know, the uh, Buddhist you know, real child or son, as it says here. No. Verse uh, 27 is also about that and how to uh, make oneself uh, joyful and in order to uh, sustain the mind of enlightenment. Thus, whatever actions do I, you know, I do from now on must be in accord with the family. From now today, uh, from now on, uh, whatever activities that I do or perform must be in accordance with the line of for, you know, activities of the family or in, in accordance with the family's uh, tradition. So what family is one uh, now? So one is born in the family uh, of uh, in the Mayana family. So one must live by the Mayana, uh, one, one must live by the family tradition. It means one has to perform all one's activities in the uh, in the same way as all the members of the family the Mayan is performed. Never shall I disgrace or pollute this noble and unsullied race. It's not, um, therefore I will never um, Contaminate the, or never contaminate <coughs> the purity of uh, family um, uh, by uh, abstaining from uh, by abstaining from those activities which are uh, unbecoming uh, and uh, which are opposed to the tradition of the man family. <coughs> Nice. 
another uh, way of making oneself uh, quite joyous and you know uh, delighted at this um, uh, occasion so that one could sustain the enlightenment <coughs> is explained in verse 28 just as just like just like a blind man discovering a jewel in a heap of rubbish likewise by some coincidence an awakening mind has been born within me just as um, you know a blind man if he a blind person were to find a jewel from mm -hmm. the heap or from the mound of rubbish on discovering that it's a jewel the blind person will be um, you know, filled with the uh, inexpressible joy and happiness. Similarly, one should also feel you know, extremely delighted at the prospect, or rather uh, at this occasion when one has uh, received the jewel of mind, the mind of enlightenment. Although judging by my own capabilities, now, my own intellect and so on. I am not at all in a position to develop, to find the jewel of the mind. However, through some good fortune and you know, through some uh, coincidence, I have been very uh, uh, fortunate indeed to receive the jewel of the mind. Therefore, I am indeed very happy and delighted. So just as one is filled with this delight, someone one would know the value of this jewel of mind and knowing the value of the mind, which you know, guarded against various uh, threats and dangers, and you know, protected. Uh, we will stop here for tonight and deal with uh, other. Uh, <coughs> ways of making uh, you know oneself happy about um, happy about being able to generate